All right, and boys, today we are joined by two members of a synth alternative a pop a group that just released a, a new album. And ooh, for lack of a better term, I'd say that uh, it's fucking crazy, and I like it. And we are joined by Sheila and Adam of the band Common Deer. How is it going today, Sheila and Adam? Going swell. How are you? Having a fantastic day myself. Always excited when I get to talk a little music. Likewise. All right, all right. Well, then let's dive on into it. Of course, I just mentioned that you guys just released your new album, Maximalist. But from what I can tell, it's been quite a uh, process to get here because your guys' last projects, your last two EPs, came out in 2017. So... What exactly was this process like? When did the wheel actually begin to start rolling on this new album? Pretty soon after that, on quite honestly, like a lot of the songs on this album in one stage or another had been demoed like a number of years ago. And then through the pandemic and everything else that we all kind of had to deal with, it just took a lot longer than we were hoping to kind of get things off the ground. Fair. Yeah, it got started, like Adam said, pretty much right after the two EPs. So we started like writing some of the tracks in fall of 2017. Uh, We did most of the recording in August 2018. And then we were kind of getting things ready. We were... Well, we toured in 2018 before that as well. And then, you know, continuing to work on writing and everything. And the plan had originally been we'd release it in 2020. And here we are. Here we are. We all had the pandemic. So that was delayed a couple years. Okay. So you guys have been sitting on it for a while then here. Yes. It's been killing us. I can only imagine. So with this album also came a little bit of a uh, shift in sound for the group for anybody who has listened to your previous work it was maybe a little more indie before definitely taking a little bit more of that pop sound. So was that something that way back then you guys were already in the process of doing too then? Yeah, I mean like we I don't know. It's funny. Like we've been trying to figure out exactly what our sound is for so long. And I don't even necessarily know if at this point in time, we figured it out. We all kind of get really uncomfortable with complacency, like very quickly. And I think that it came about naturally insofar as that was a lot more like kind of what we were listening to. The sound that we had off the first two EPs was birthed more out of the projects that we had been working on leading up into those. And so this, in a lot of ways, is actually a lot more who we are than that original sound ever was. Hmm. Okay, so it took a little bit of time to uh, truly find exactly what Commandeer was then. If we've even figured it out at this point, which like I don't even necessarily know if we have, but like we're trying. 
Well, I mean, after a couple of years, I mean, if you guys wrote and recorded this in 2018, who knows how, how exactly your sound has evolved in the last three years alone, right? It's, I mean, definitely still in that same synth pop direction. But yeah, the demos that uh, that we've been working on over the pandemic, just itching to get those to, you know, you'll see those in another four years. But yeah, slowly, slowly continuing in that more uh more pop direction getting there in time right the slow but steady wins the race as they say they do yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) did they win the race though at the end of the day i mean i don't know we'll find out we'll find out in time i guess (laughs) all right so where exactly did you guys record this album i mean in 2018 you probably had the chance to get into an actual studio and otherwise so who helped you to uh put this album together i'll let adam take this one oh uh, yeah so i mean our producer luke rose is a, a good friend of ours and we've done the majority of the recording at his studio out of his home in london ontario uh, he has an unbelievable setup there. So we've been really fortunate that like we didn't we didn't need to pay the fee for the equipment of a large studio, but he's got all the gear to make it happen in the way that like that we wanted to. So yeah, that's pretty much how it all all got done. Makes a uh, huge difference when you can uh, not break the budget making an album, right? I mean, we do our best. <laughs> there was uh, there was a very minimal budget to break, but we did our best. <laughs> did your best to smash it to smithereens. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And of course, the rollout for this album began here in 2022. You guys have released a couple singles leading up to the release of the album and it all kicked off on february 11th 2022 here with a f- uh 90 days was the track so of course i would love to know with that first track a finally getting back out into the world what was that like and b what is the song about well it was amazing to finally release a new song after all these years i mean you can only tell people you're a musician so many times before they're like, okay, but what, you know, what do you do? So now I can say that I did. No, it, uh, it felt amazing. I mean, the response has also been, been great, which is super exciting. In terms of the content of the song, I started writing the lyrics to that back in 2018. and. It was kind of a way of describing sort of my, my emotions and them being kind of all over the place. And the whole idea of like, get carried away with my heart was just kind of a nice way of saying that, like, I go buck and just do inappropriate things. But that was kind of a a flowery, pretty way of saying that. But like a, the more kind of general theme or one of the themes of the record mental health, mental illness, kind of going through it. And that was one of the more reflective tracks. Okay. So definitely uh, reflecting a lot on some of your own personal experiences then. 
Exactly. Okay. Awesome. So uh, quite a bit of growth and uh, learning probably through writing some of these songs then, I take it. Don't know about learning, but... Uh... We do our best, man. I don't know. It, ta- it, ta- it takes us several, several learnings of the same lesson, I suppose. But I think that... I would say that there's been learning. We've learned. No, it's, it's true. I like to, I like to joke that I haven't learned or changed, but I have, I think in a lot of ways, positively. Um, Always good. Always good. I want to dive a little bit into that a little later on there. But of course, one thing that you mentioned there was the reception to the track and that being very good. Were you guys worried uh, that the change up in your sound might be, might alienate some of the fans that you guys have had before? Were you just sort of, where were you guys at with that? What was the reception? <laughs> that solves the problem right there. No, I think, uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm half kidding, but it's like, I don't know, like we, as, as a band, that's always, I think a worry. And like you, you do your best to like be, to represent the fans that you have in a way that makes sense. But also like when you are still very much like in a journey of, ascent hopefully and you're moving still towards like a career it's difficult to like it's difficult to take a sample of a group of people that it's not nearly enough to even like give us an income that we could make a living off of so like is that bad like can i say that is that like a bad (laughs) no that's actually a very good way to look at it right because it's it that like you exactly say is if it's not enough to make a true living, are you truly taking the risk in making that change? Right. I mean, that's, that's how I feel about it. But like, I, again, like, I don't know if that. <laughs> no, it makes sense to me. I like it. I like the answer. I like the perspective. I feel like, you know, one of the big parts, at least from the feedback that I have heard over the years is that fans have really enjoyed our live shows in terms of the energy and sort of like our relationship that you can see on stage. And those are the aspects of the band that haven't changed. If anything, that has gotten even stronger over the years. And I feel like, you know, the whole one fan that we have, Winston, seems to be thrilled about this latest release. So, you know... It's all that matters. As long as, you yeah, know what, as long as Winston doesn't feel alienated, then we're everything fine. Else, everything else is just uh, not Winston. Hey, well, then that's <laughs> great. Shout out to Winston for uh, keeping it strong and carrying on, yes. keeping the vision alive. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. And of course, you guys released a a third single on the exact same day that the album came out, I believe, on April 1st. Just a few days ago, you released the single Negative Thought along with Maximalist. So once again, I want to know what goes into this track here, Negative Thought. So... I was listening to Ariana Grande's new at the time album. And she had this track that was just kind of about being, you know, like kind of annoying and just like picking a fight with your boyfriend, but then just being like, I'm hot and cute and fun. And you're going to put up with my shit 
Uh, and I was like, I want to, I want to make that song, but commandeer. So that was kind of how that one started. And yeah, I mean, lyrics wise, like the album has, like I've mentioned some kind of heavier themes, but this one was just supposed to be fun. I, I don't know. I can't sort of approach mental illness as like a sad thing all the time. And it's like, well, if it's going to be this way, sometimes it is kind of fun to just go off. And I sort of felt like people, I think no matter what you deal with, people can appreciate that. That sometimes you just want to lose control and you don't want to, you know, hold it all in anymore. And so, yeah, negative thoughts, kind of a celebration of that. Well, and I like the perspective on that too, because as much as you say, you're dealing with the mental health and some of those maybe negative aspects of life. But at some point, like you can be depressed, but you're still going to have happy moments, right? Exactly. Hmm. Absolutely. And of course, some of those some happy of moments. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> there are few in private. I've heard I've heard that happy moments exist here. There somewhere. A serotonin boost is down the road. It's coming. I swear to you, Sheila. <laughs> One hundred thousand streams and I won't. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys heard it. One hundred thousand streams for a serotonin boost. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And hopefully a serotonin boost will come when you guys return to that live stage that you spoke about earlier there. You have recently announced an upcoming show that return to the live stage. It's coming May 15th. What's the anticipation, the excitement like to finally get back up there? Fucking stoked, man. Honestly, like it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that like we were we're putting a lot of work into trying to make these shows work. These are going to be the first shows that we're playing with our new, like four piece lineup. Obviously for many years, we were a five piece. So there's going to be a lot of changes that up until this point are purely theoretical, like in practice, it works and we have no idea how we're going to pull it off. I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. I mean, the the guys have been putting in so much work into getting the live set together. I have not been as involved right now just because I've been wrapping up school this semester, but I do, you know, do some practicing at home. But yeah, I mean, you, I hear you working away on the sessions in the basement all day and and you guys have been meeting up. And I mean, even just like the rehearsal that I did about a month ago with all of us, that was the first time we'd done a full rehearsal in a full jam space in like over two years. And it felt amazing. I forgot how, you know, how much performing is a part of my life and how I love that part of the job. So it's so exciting to get back at it. Hey, well, very, very exciting. So where exactly is the show going down for those who maybe possibly might be in the area who want to check it out? Elmo, the new Elmo, like, I mean, I had personally haven't been there since they reopened slash did all the fancy new upgrades. So I'm very excited to see the space. Should be a lot of fun. It's a neat kind of staple Toronto venue to, to come back into the fold with. So that'll be a, a, a good time. 
El Macombo, sorry, yeah. The El, Mac- El Macombo is the spot. Hey, it's a prestigious venue. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of history. I mean, actually, yeah, they, they these guys have played there, I believe. That's yeah, like their Toronto venue. Pretty they've much, right? Their sh- they've shined their shoes and they've really kind of put their put their best foot forward, I think, with the with the new space, it's not going to be quite the same as it once was, but uh, I'm stoked for the uh, fiber optic cables to send the show out with 20 gig upload speed. I don't think the Stones had that back in the day. So <laughs> no, no, got them beat there. That's for sure. Time to uh, set off the new space with a little bit of a uh, crazy style, right? I mean, I hope so, man. We'll see. I I don't like. The chances are it's going to be a lot of new, hopefully fans. Like it's not, it's not like we're supporting. Jesus Jones right <laughs> here, right now. Jesus Jones are here right now. We're supporting, so, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of like, it's going to be a lot of Jesus Jones, but hopefully a lot of new unknown commandeer fans. They don't know that they're commandeer fans yet, but hopefully they will be by the time the show is over. I don't know if our fans are going to be able to afford the price of tickets to the show, but it's <laughs> that one fan. Can somebody please e-transfer him a ticket, please, Winston? Winston will get a guest list bot, so he doesn't have to worry about that. But <laughs> you heard it here first, Winston. As long as Winston's safe, then everything's fine. Everything's good, right? Okay. Everybody good. else can fucking scavenge to get in. <laughs> They'll be fine. First come, first serve, fight at the door. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have had a, a blast diving behind this new album, Maximalist, with both you here today, Sheila and Adam. Of course, with all of this, there has been, like we mentioned, some growth, maybe a little bit of learning through this a four-year process of fi- maybe just a little bit. Hopefully some learning, dude. We like to think so. Okay. Well, that's what I would like to know now is through these past four years, through crafting this new album and finally getting it out into the world, what has this process helped you to learn about yourself or how has it helped you grow as a person? What have I learned? That I'm still as much of an idiot for pursuing music and haven't given up yet. And it still seems like it's a viable option, which is fucking crazy. And you like it. And you like it. But no, I think that like we, we've learned a lot about the writing process. We've learned a lot about each other. We've uh, become more professional, I think, honestly, through the whole experience. And that alone is like, you know, it's easy to be really down about it, especially over the dark times in the last two and a half years. But like, we're all still here for a reason. And I think we're all like, I'm pretty fucking pumped, man, to get like back out there, honestly. And I don't know if I've learned, like if that's learning something, but like, I'm definitely excited for it. Hey, it's something. I think Adam said it all. Hey, excited for what the world and the future holds for Commandeer, 
for the hearts. And the ferals. And the ferals, of course. Can't forget about them. Either way, there's a new album out into the world. It's called Maximalist. You can find it on your favorite music streaming service, your favorite music source. Right now, you can go ahead and follow Commandeer on your favorite social media as well. Stay up to date with the group. Maybe stay up to date with, hopefully, some upcoming tour dates and other wise. I want to thank both of you so very much for joining me here today on the Desert Tiger Podcast. Thank you. All right, Ambush, you can go ahead and find Commandeer's a brand new debut album, Maximalist, on your favorite music source, your favorite music streaming service. When you're there, you're going to want to hit follow so that you don't miss out on upcoming music. And the other best way to do that is to go and follow Commandeer on your favorite social media too, because that's also going to allow you to stay up to date on concert dates and anything else that's going on inside of the world of this band. You don't want to miss out, do you? No. No. With that, I need to thank Sheila and Adam Hart for joining us here today to take us behind the music of this new album, of the music of Common Deer. I have to thank the sensational Sam from over at Indoor Recess for setting this conversation up. I have to thank the audio wizard German from YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. And last but not least, it's you, the Ambush, for tuning on into today's episode of the DTP. If you've yet to join up with the Ambush, what are you waiting for? Come on now, it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on the listening platform or app you're using right now. And you can also help the show grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review by heading on over to our web store, which is www.deserttiger.shop to cop yourself something to represent the show everywhere that you go. And now it's time we say our final bye-bye, but not before I give you this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world. And let them know how wondrous, powerful, beautiful you and your roar are. Because you are all three of these things and oh so much more. And until next time, ma'am, bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.